And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association Podcast, episode 151, week 7 preview. TJ Savaro joined alongside me, Commissioner Brandon Kurtzman. Kurtzman, how are you doing tonight, brother? Doing well. Doing very well, honestly. I'm ready. I'm excited to play. It's been two weeks. Um, do you have any news or notes, anything you want to say before we get into the games? Um, hmm, let me think. Uh, season ends in two weeks. There are two game days left. Some teams have four games left to play. Um, you'll see some new permanent subs on the field due to guys being injured out for the season, whatnot. Um, but yeah, everything's been approved by May, so don't worry. I'm trying to keep the league as fair as possible. Good two weeks left of games. I think there's 21 games left to decide who makes the playoffs. I think everyone technically is still mathematically alive. Um, it should be an interesting last two weeks. A lot of good teams play. A&M tries to go undefeated. Uh, other teams, there's seven teams with winning records. Seven teams with losing records. So, should be an interesting last two weeks. I'm excited to see how it pans out. All right, let's get into the games. Okay. Week seven schedule, 9 a.m. slate. I'll start with Clemson against TCU. Two teams going in opposite directions. Clemson has won four of their last five. Um, TCU has just one win. Um, listen, TCU at this point, you're playing. You're still mathematically alive. You're playing for your playoff life. Um, you have to go out there and get out to an early start and force Clemson into game pressure where they feel like almost like questioning themselves you have to make them feel like how are we losing to this team this team is one in seven <laughs> okay Whoa. like that's yeah. the, that's what you have to do and that's what getting up early on any top team when you're a bottom team it that's the kind of feeling that teams get sometimes but teams still have to come out with a game plan ready to go um i hope chris comes out there with liam and keeps balling paul carter i think is make is coming back first time in two weeks or for two games i should say um Rich Ritter got going last week for TCU. That was a nice thing to see in the doubleheader. Hoping that continues. I think that TCU is not a not talented team. They just they've had some bad breaks, some some uh, some not catches when needing to make plays and whatnot, and kind of just some not catches, up. some drops, yeah, some drops, yeah, some <laughs> drops. You're gonna hear me fuck up a lot tonight, and TJ's just gonna sit here and pickpocket, pick pick it apart as we yeah, go. Pickpocket, I'm pickpocketing you. There yeah, you go. Um, no, I do think that they're talented, but Clemson's going to come into this game ready to go. Um, I'm They have a full squad from what I know, and if they're the better team. Their line play should be able to dominate the line of TCU. That has been the problem for TCU all season. Chris should do the, do what most teams do to, to neutralize their line, is get the ball out quick, run the ball, force them to kind of make plays instead of having them chase you around without guys blocking. Um, Drew and Randy definitely need to do their job this week if they're going to have any chance of winning. I'm taking Clemson. All right. Five and two yeah. is going to move to six and two probably. Sounds about right. Yeah, I think that does. Um, I think if TCU's going to win, like I said, they got to get out to an early start, which they actually have been pretty good at doing. They've been in the lead in a lot of games this year, so now they just have to be able to get a lead and hold it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm taking Clemson. I assume that Tommy would also yes. be taking Clemson. Okay. Louisville against... Arizona State, Kurtzman versus Augie Bowl. Yeah. Um, we're is, what's up. the hype coming into this game? Is there hype surrounding this game or I it's have, dead? It's dead, honestly. Wow. I mean, I've, I have I have a game plan. Like, I've watched film. Uh, I'm not happy. We lost two games last time we played. Yeah. Um, Dylan makes his return. I think I have a full squad showing up. Um, I told my team that we need to start acting like it's the playoffs and kind of playing like the next week we won't play if we don't win. I think that's the mindset we kind of need to get into. Rotation's going to shorten a little bit. I'm going to run a lot more probably. Um, 
tried to cut down on any turnovers, even though I have had pretty decent turnover luck outside of last game. Um, but, yeah, I just think that we're going to come in, hopefully do what needs to get done and get out of there with a nice win. I'm hoping that we can get back to our offensive uh, showcase that we put on the first half of the season. As for Arizona State, they looked good last week with Nick mm. Sedano. They won two of their last three. Is Sedano your kryptonite? Sedano has beaten me a bunch. <laughs> I've also beaten Sedano, too. So I think we uh, definitely do a good job neutralizing each other. Uh, but he gives them a little bit of life and gives them a lot more offensive creativity. You know Sam Allen's going to be uh, drawing up plays for them. Augie has looked much better in the last couple weeks. Um, still without a rushing touchdown. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Throwing uh-huh. a, yeah, uh, a lot of rushing yards, but no rushing touchdowns. Um, that could change potentially this week. He plays in two games. Um, I think their key to victory is keeping the game low scoring, getting being a bender, bender don't break defense. Which honestly, at times this year when Augie hasn't thrown the pick sixes or set up teams in like good position due to a turnover, they play, good defense. They play pretty decent defense, and they fly, they flagpole much better than they did in the beginning of the season. Their defense definitely improved. They played a really good game last time out against Chirac. I just feel like they do a lot of things at times that can they shoot themselves in the foot, and I feel like that could just kind of come back to haunt them against us, who definitely we're definitely a better team right now. So um, I'm going to take us. I think that we're going to go in there, get the job done. Is this full panic mode if you guys lose? If we lose, there's definitely panic. Um, we should not lose this game. Mm, this is the first game of a doubleheader against oh, this Augie. Is, this is a tough game. This is a tough week for them. Augie, well, yeah. they're their their big game. That they, they've been preparing for is the game we'll You're talk right. about after. No, okay, is really? the game we'll talk about. Yes, because they're two and four also, so that's a big game in terms yeah. of yeah, the teams. Sure. Of, in terms of who you're going to be head to head tiebreaker with, yes. that's a bigger game for them than playing us. Um, but no, I think that listen, it's their first game of the day, so you're not going to be like you're not going to overlook your, in 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 amateur sports. You're not overlooking <laughs> the first game. Like anyone can beat yeah. anyone. So like I expect them to come out with a lot of hype, and if they keep it close at my ha- if, it, if it's halftime and they're up or they're close it's a tie game they're gonna have life and it's gonna yeah. be a tough matchup me versus augie always comes down to like Go, heroic phys- physical, yeah, game. physical game augie's probably gonna be a little jacked up because he says he doesn't fit my system in g league so um yeah i don't know but uh yeah so i'm taking us obviously i would assume that tommy would also probably take me he doesn't really pick against me very often so okay. uh who you taking oh you taking augie <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen. I haven't seen your team play. I just like. I like the. Uh, All you need is entire team. I to like show the off. addition of Nick Sedano. I no, like him against you. It allows Spo to play receiver while also not worrying about the deficiency of the, the offensive line because you can go Sedano, Marola, Jodell, which is a good offensive yeah. line. So, um, they're gonna be. It's gonna be a good game. Nine right. o'clock too. So let's go. To, let's stay with them. Okay. Ten a.m. Houston against Arizona State, which is huge for the, the standings, standings no, because. Huge. Um, Houston is two and four, and Arizona State is two and five. Yeah, um, Houston has four games left to play. They this is the first game of their doubleheader on first of two doubleheaders the next two weeks. Um, huge game for both teams. Arizona State needs to, if if my predictions are correct, they're going to have to rebound. They're going to rebound. They're going to have to rebound well off the loss, and be ready for the biggest matchup of their season because um, they have to win one of these two games. They have to come out of this week with three wins. Augie is not going to be at Bear Down next week. He's going to Florida. Oh. So he's not going to be there. So they need to get that third win because the third win should probably put you in the playoffs. Um, so they have Sam Allen, so it's not like they couldn't go out there yeah. and win a game without Augie. But you definitely want your – like, Augie yeah. is a, a big-time player on both sides of the ball. Um, in this game, I think that Tommy Glante has played in a few weeks. The last time we saw him play, they have looked good. They've won two straight after losing – four in a row to start the season 
You've heard it, I imagine, on this podcast, they've lost three games by one point. Yeah. They could easily be a 6-2 and two team or a 4-2 and two team, whatever, they only six games played. 4-2 and two team, 5-1 and one team. So, um, I, it sucks mm. to say, but I think Augie falls to 0-2 this week. Wow. I think that Houston has a really good offensive line. They have good receivers. And if they're, if Tommy kind of has time to throw, and I think he might, unless Sedano is really having his way, um, then it could be a long day for that defense. Galante's been slinging it the last few weeks. He's kind of picked up stride. Tim, Ta- Tim Howard's having um, what some would say most improved player of the year type season. Um, he amongst, amongst the league leaders and has played less games than most of them. So I just think that Houston is a little more of a talented team, but the way Arizona State wins is, like I said, keeping the scoring low, playing good defense, bending but not breaking. But I am mm-hmm. taking Houston. I think that... Um, I just think the offensive line is just it's 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 a good offensive line to block for uh, Tommy and Tommy is a guy who thrives with time to throw. So mm. I'm yeah. look. It's top eight make the playoffs, correct? Top ten make the oh, playoffs. Oh, top ten. The, the, the playing, the playing, the playing, the playing teams. Just so this this really secures you like the eight seed. This game, this game could really be for the eight seed. They're both right now. Houston is the eight seed. They're two and four. Arizona State's the nine seed. They're two and five. Mm-hmm. The winner of this game would have three wins. Three wins. It would be and if Augie loses both games, like I'm predicting, they're falling to two, two and seven, seven mm. which would put them in a must-win situation week eight, yeah. with also probably needing to get a little bit of help. Rowan also is not playing this week, so they're playing a doubleheader next week, okay. which means that their season and, U- and next UNC week as well. has UNC plays two wins one well. game this week and have two games next week, I believe. Okay, or no, two games this week, one game. That's, next a, week. that's gonna be an interesting finish. The top, yeah. the top seven teams are pretty much yeah, and the secure. one win teams have shots too. Vanderbilt still has to play four games, and so does ULA. We'll talk about those later, but. uh yeah, I'm picking well, Houston. What are you doing? Are you, are you making picks? I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen enough to really pick. I, I would just be picking the quarterback. Yeah, I would just be picking the quarterback. Let's but see what you do the quarterback. no, I just that's it's it's gonna come down to the wire. It's a good. Uh, it I looks mean, like it's shaping up to be a, a good uh, a good finish to the league. So it is for sure. UAB Army, great game. This is gonna be a great game. Uh, this is two, for a two seed potentially. This is definitely for potential two seed. UAB only has one loss on the season. Um. They've been great the last since that loss. They've been phenomenal. And they were great in the loss too. Um, there, this is gonna be a very physical game. This is two teams that have good offensive line, defensive lines that are going to get after it. Um, the, deep, the the difference is gonna be what are they gonna do to, to neutralize IB? IB has done it to basically every single team. He scored touchdowns against basically every single person. Um, they're gonna have to listen. I, a double is necessary. You gotta put someone at the line of scrimmage to stop the screens. You gotta put someone deep to stop the deep ball. Um, they have the athletes to do it with Connor Mullen, Kevin Morris, and Mike Antonino back there. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible. I do think IB will still end up getting his because him with the ball. They'll find different ways to get him the ball. Mike, Mikey's been utilizing the, hey, IB, go line up a quarterback and take the snap. Yeah. Run and make plays. So I think that's going to be something that you're going to see in this game for sure. Expecting a very uh, physical, expecting somewhat high scoring, probably in the the, tw- the mid-20s, late 20s. Uh, I, I think... Danino is playing very well right now. He was one yard short of one, being one yard back of beating Texas A&M and ending their perfect season last week. <sighs> hmm. This is a tough. This is a really tough matchup because I really like the line play. The line play is going to be interesting. More carnishing Joe Nunez against Jarwar, Blizz, A Rod, um, Finarina. Um, Dean Mitrowski, just a lot of guys that you're going to be able to, it's going to see a lot of battles. I think it's going to come down whichever quarterback doesn't turn the ball over. Mikey has been very good at not turning the ball over this season. So is Mike outside of the first couple weeks. I'm going to take Army. Wow. 
And I, I, um, I just think, honestly, I just think they're playing really well right now. Not that UAB isn't, but UAB did show that they're vulnerable. They did, all, they, they really had a scare against Rowan, but they used their, they used their, we're a little bit better than you guys card and <laughs> okay. got the job done at the end of the game. But I think as a mm. team that's able to kind of match them, the one weakness I will say that I think is just the fact that Army is susceptible. They blew an 18 point lead. They kind of do things sometimes that shoot themselves in the foot. I'm going to use that term a lot because it's kind of what a lot of teams do in this league from time to time. But um, I'm going to take Army. I think they bounce back strong after that that 18 point comeback by AM or that 20 point comeback. So uh, yeah, I'm rolling with Army. But like I said, if UAB wins this game, I'm no, shocked in the the least. Mikey, Mikey and IB in any season could be would with the way they're playing would be competing for MVP Opoi, which they are this season. Yeah, the two of them. They're both playing at a very high level right now. And uh, Mikey's not turning the ball over, which was used to be like way back mm. used to be like his. <laughs> but you're taking Army. I'm taking army. Mike's playing good too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're taking army. If they don't drop the ball, they'll win. All right. Next 11 11 a.m. slate. Memphis against Army. You're back. You gave Gargano. Gargano is not playing. Oh. Cannot play this week. So who's playing quarterback? I I mean they have T.J. Brown who played a game last year and T.J. Brown won a game last year at quarterback against the team who ended up winning the championship. So that's okay. that's something I guess. Uh, I imagine they're gonna try to use their in this game. Army has a good offensive line, defensive line, like I said, but they're going to be tired after playing a super physical game against Mikey and UAB in the first game. I think that with Chris Hunter, Daryl playing for DeLon still, and who's their and Latempa, they're going to probably try to use their offensive line to kind of win the game, win it probably very low scoring. I think the way they win that game is Army's going to be tired. You have to utilize the offensive line. You have to get off the ball well, and you have to just short pass and let your guys make space. Isaiah Copes has been an absolute monster this season. He scored like he had nine or ten touchdowns. Um, he's really come along great for them. I think you need to make sure he touches the ball a bunch in this game because he's yeah. one of those guys that's like small, scat back kind of guy that he makes guys miss his flags and he scores t- long touchdowns that way. So I think he's a guy that you need to put in the ball in his hands. T.J. Brown did, like I said, play a game of quarterback last year. So he's year in that quarterback. T.J. Brown's I, in. I, it seems like he is. I'm not Trend- really... It's trending towards T.J. Brown it, it playing quarterback. It sounds like it's trending towards T.J. Brown. Um... Yeah, it's tough to pick Memphis in a game where Vin's not playing, but I do think they're going to be able to keep it close because if Army only scored 18 points, no points in the second half against AM, I have to harp on that because that's the last time I saw you play. Um, the key for Memphis is going to be keeping the game low scoring, probably keeping it under 20. Like That's what you're going to have to do. You're probably only going to score two or three touchdowns in this game if you're Memphis. You have to th- Well, you have to come in thinking like, all right, Defense needs to play like we're only going to score 18 points. Okay. I think that's how I would at least come into the okay. game with someone who hasn't played quarterback in the league playing quarterback. Um, but they have athletes. Like, if TJ Angstead shows up, he's been a little shaky on attendance this year. But if he shows up, they have a really formidable defense. And like I said, that defensive line is very big and very strong. And they have Ballo season. <laughs> that can make the difference. So um, you have you have Army. I'm picking Army. In yeah. This game. I have Army going 2-0. Yeah, you, you have Army going 2-0. Going to six and two and beating two teams above them in the standings in UAB and Memphis. I, just for the record, I think Tommy would have picked UAB. Okay. And I'm gonna say Tommy because Vin's not playing would pick Army in this game. Okay. I'm making Tommy's picks, but I'm going off what I think he would do. Okay. Um, it's not, and it's crazy now you say that, but like, all right, those standings. I'm not trying to sound like anything. Those standings mean absolutely nothing. Why? Because the top seven mm-hmm. teams, I think any of those guys could beat each other. It, so, so you don't think you don't think seeding matters at all in the playoffs? I think it's going to be down to whoever's playing the best football those days. Okay. I think 
Yeah, I'm, look, I'm staring at it right now. Stare at the, yeah. So I think A&M is very good. UAB is very good. I think we're still very good. I think Memphis is very good. I think Clemson is very good. I think Cal U is good. And I think that Army is good also. I also think that Houston is good. So I think there's eight good teams that could potentially beat any team on any given day. If okay. you didn't remember, go back to those standings. Houston lost by one point to Cal, to Clemson, to A&M. Okay. Those games could easily be wins. So um, I think there's eight teams. I think that anyone's going to beat anyone on any given day. And I think that Army is going to beat Memphis because yes. Vergano is not playing. But tired team, maybe they get that that first win of the day, like I'm saying. And they, I'm not going to say take the foot off the pedal, but tired, big line to deal yeah. with. Mike's probably going to have to run a lot in both games because the lines, you know how it is. Fucking exhausting line. day. Defensive lines are just better than offensive lines. Yeah, it's fucking exhausting day. So, yeah, it's going to be a very exhausting day for Mike. Uh, I hope he's ready for it. I am taking Army to go 2 0. So that's yeah. how I guess how I feel. All right. Other 11 o'clock? Other 11 o'clock game. Vanderbilt against AM. Air out. So Elvina not playing. They're going to they're have a permanent sub because he's out for the season. They also have three other guys that are out for the season. Wow. So they'll be playing with seven. Um, I think it's like probably their best seven. Okay. So it shouldn't be like the worst thing ever. Leo is going to have to play both sides of the ball, which is obviously very exhausting. Um, but I'm not going to say that Vanderbilt can't, like, keep this game close or potentially win. I think at least at the very most, Leota's going to be very, and Melozier are going to be very, like, into winning this game because they're playing against Justin, playing against Suroff. Like, they've been talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the game's definitely going to at least be a little physical, um, and there's going to be a lot of shit talking because they're friends. I don't think that Vanderbilt's going to win this game because I just think that A&M is an absolute machine of a team right now. I know they almost blew the game. I know they almost lost to Army last week. But it takes a really good team to make that kind of comeback. I know Suroff played terrible as Steph Curry launches a wide open. Yeah, I mean you can't just, you can't leave him wide open. Um, I just think that they're 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 riding high right now. They made they had their scare like their scare game where maybe you were supposed to lose but you still pulled it out. I almost feel like they almost want to lose once before the before the playoffs because you kind of want to get that one out of the way. But they are the first team. They're, they're not the first team to go 7-0. There have been 7-0 teams before, but they would be the first team to get to 9-0 if they were able to get to 9. Um, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're the better team. I think Suroff, even though last week didn't play great, still playing at a good level. And he's doing the best thing we always talk about in this podcast. He's getting the ball to his best player. Yeah. Um, Justin is dominating stats. He is having a great season. Um, and they're getting contributions from everywhere. No Patuna. Patuna is probably out for the season. Can't oh, walk. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, back back problems. So, and I told him he doesn't want to risk that. He's got got kid. Doesn't yeah. want doesn't want to miss not being able to do stuff with him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. It's a big loss for them. He was second in the se- second in the league in sacks with twelve. Um. Was looking like he was probably gonna win. Potentially could still win most improved player type award. Um. He's a dog. Hope he has a hope he uh, gets well soon. We have him back soon. But uh, it's gonna be an interesting uh game for them if. Vanderbilt's able to keep this game close, which A&M has played some close games with some teams that are at the... They played a close game at UNC, played a close game last week at Army, played a close game with Houston Week 1. So they're susceptible to playing close games and playing, I'm not going to say down to the level of their competition, but not to their standard, I would say. Um, I don't want to talk about this game. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick A&M because yeah. I don't think Vanderbilt's going to win. But you know what I'll say? Whoever I we mean Leo just still haven't figured out who their permanent sub is. It's probably gonna be someone like defensive line oriented okay. to replace Elvina. Um 
but maybe that person doesn't understand like the Vanderbilt's like down in the dust and yeah, they, they come in with life. energy yeah. yeah like if I'm Leota I'm thinking about that when yeah. I'm making my selection yeah. who I want to pick someone will come with energy that'll just maybe pick your team up and like sit down yeah. with Augie squad exactly. yeah like sit down <laughs> with Augie squad um, yeah taking A&M I bet that Tommy would also take A&M alright 12 o'clock Houston against UNC. So Houston has an hour off after I have them winning against Arizona State. Playing UNC, another huge, huge game, game for the playoff huge seeding and potential. Playoffs. Also, if you're one of those two two-win teams, you're still in line to get potentially, I think you can still get up to six. No, the six has five. No. no. You could get up to so if you're, seven. You're basically just playing to be in the plan. Yeah. Playing to play in the plan yeah. still. But listen, you're still playing to play in the plan. I was trying to give them more to play for, but... Um, Houston and UNC. I mean, they're still playing to play in the, <laughs> the playoffs. The play in playoffs. Um, said that five thousand. Yeah, row. right. Um, this these are two teams that right now have two wins. If my predictions are correct, they'll have three wins going into this game. Houston, um, UNC hasn't played in a while. Ooh. Could that affect them? It didn't affect Army. Okay. They were fresh. They came off two weeks not playing and or three weeks really not playing and almost beat both undefeated teams. Um, in this game, you're looking for UNC to keep the scoring down and Rob Bell to keep the interceptions down. Rob yeah. Bell can't turn the ball over because Tommy Galante is a good enough offensive player to take advantage of turnovers. Um, they're going to have to do a good job. They have an undersized defensive line. UNC is a quicker one. Like, and I mean, Giants, Marco, Wickop, and Lebo, not like a huge uh, defensive line, while the, off- the def- offensive line of Houston is Kaka, Austin, Rags, three big guys. Um, I think, once again, is going to have a lot of time to throw in this game. And I think that that could just become a problem because defenses have a hard time guarding anybody for, like, five, six seconds. Um, is playing very well as of late. I think if UNC is going to win, they got to keep the scoring down, play Ben, but don't break defense because, like, we've seen a lot of teams struggle to score inside the 10, inside the 5. Um, and like I said, Rob can't turn the ball over the way that he has at points during the season. He has played much better, Rob, overall. He's definitely... Um, I think he's played some of his best football this year okay. in the league when he's been in it, uh, playing quarterback. But I like I, I preach that I think Houston is the best team that isn't in that top seven. I'm gonna ride with that Ooh. hot hand, and I'm gonna say that Houston pulls out a two and zero day, gets to four and four, and feels a lot better about themselves four four weeks later after being zero and four to start the season. So nice. Um, yeah, I'm gonna roll with Tommy Galante. What do you think my dad would do here? <laughs> Take UNC, <laughs> yeah. I think he, yeah. so. Un, unofficial, obviously, yeah. but I feel like Tommy would probably. He's been a UNC like fan yeah, all season. season. Um, I think he's in. A, I think he would pick UNC, but I guess we'll have to find out at the field on Sunday who he really thinks will win. All right. Other, Other twelve o'clock game: Memphis against ULA. Jarak looks healthy. That's the first mm-hmm. thing I'll say. Uh, saw him play at MetLife. Skamuki wasn't playing quarterback, but he was running around playing defense, playing other offense positions, not quarterback. And he was definitely moving the fastest I've seen him move in a long time. He definitely looked better against Augie as well. Still, offense looks very like, I don't know how to say it, uh, how to put it. Um, Very like, it's all improv. There's like not a lot of like stability, I guess, or like clarity on what they really wanted like how their identity their identity is improv you could start to see dirt though which is the offense that he implemented last year which is dirt left throw someone into the dirt and i'm gonna <laughs> run behind you okay um they were six and two when he was running that way last year with oaksterdam uh before he got hurt if they're running that that uh that type of um 
offense with Steve Saletto, Santiago, and Rhett playing offensive line. That could be an interesting matchup, but this is probably not the team that they're going to succeed playing dirt against because this is a team with Latempa, Chris Hunter, and Daryl, who are three big big lineman, so they will not be able to push him off the ball, but they probably will have a time catching up to Jarrock because they aren't as fast as him. But I'm taking Memphis in this game, and I'll tell you why. They are the better team. And they'll have more experience at quarterback in game two. They will definitely have more experience in <laughs> quarterback in game two. Game one will definitely be a little bit of a learning curve in terms of how they want to play. Yeah, but that matters, though. That matters. It definitely matters. Um, I know they'll be coming off a, a win. Uh, they'll be coming off a loss, in my opinion. Um, but they're gonna see. They're definitely looking at this game as the two of the more win- one of the two, like yeah. the w- way more winnable game of the two that they're playing. Um, this Drock is definitely playing for his playoff life, so this could make them the hungrier dog in this one. Especially without Vin, they could taste blood in the water. Um, I would like to see them get there a little earlier before the game starts and not just show up five minutes before. <laughs> make sure they get a little warm up in. Make yeah. sure they actually. Uh, I feel like I haven't said that on the podcast in a while because most teams do get a warm up in, um, but. If they're going to win, they're probably going to have to keep the game low scoring, but that's probably the game that's going to be played regardless, so they probably want to get out and score more points because uh, Memphis could have a hard time scoring in both games without Vin. I'm going to take Memphis, though. I think they're going to figure out a way to get the job done. ULA will fall to one and six. Six. Yeah, which will put them in the brink of elimination. But not not that, though, because they play again after. Hmm. That's interesting. It is interesting. Um, I, you, you think my dad would take ULA here? He'd pull for Jarrock to come, to come up big? I just feel like your dad never picks a team that doesn't have their quarterback. Yeah. He might pick Jarrock, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, they're definitely the hungrier dog because they're fighting for their playoff life. Memphis is kind of yeah, 5-2. Yeah. Like, if they lost both these games, they'd be 5-4. and four. They play A&M next week. Big game. But they make yeah, the, they yeah, they the playoffs, playoffs no matter yeah, what. Um, but, yeah. So, I feel like... Memphis is definitely shooting for this game to be their one of two more winnable games in the day. I'm trying to talk a little bit more about this game. We only talked about it for like a minute or two. Um, I like to see Bickford back. I haven't seen Bickford in like three weeks. Is it over for that? Not sure. Don't really know. I know he's like like he's friends with the guys on the team, so I don't think it's like that. Maybe he maybe just can't make it. Yeah, maybe he hasn't been able to make it. Not really sure. I know he plays semi 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 pro football on the on Saturday, so you never know. Um, if he's there though then that's dangerous because then Jarrock <laughs> doesn't have to do everything with himself on the feet. He could just throw screens to yeah, Bigford and Bigford. Yeah, he could go for touchdowns. Um, but yeah, I'm going to make the bold prediction here and say that Memphis pulls out a victory without their leader, without their captain, Gargano. I think Latempa, uh, Chris Hunter is a good flag football player experience. He'll be able to keep this team uh, controlled. They have Angstad, good defensive play. If they, yeah. play. if they play a good defensive day, they're going to win one of their two games. Okay, so you're in on them winning this I'm game. I'm in on them winning their, winning their games. Go to ULA's next game. Who are they playing? Vanderbilt. Loser leaves town if they both lose their first game, which I predicted they will. Yeah, you both have both of them losing their first game, so this is loser leaves town. Both will be one and six going into this game, correct? Right? Um, they would be both one and five. Yeah, they'd yeah. be both be so one and six. Is, this one o'clock game, if they both lose their first game, will definitely be a loser leaves town. Vanderbilt has a break in between. ULA does not. Wonder how that'll affect. I think that's the first time this year that teams are playing both playing double headers, but not both playing back to back. So. Vanderbilt has an hour off. They both to figure out what they want to do. Um, Leota's not a loser, though. That's what. I'll, but neither is Jarrock. Okay. So, like, one of them is going... Obviously, one of them is going to win this game, clearly. Um, but I think... Oh, my God. This is such a fucking tough... This is a tough decision. I don't really know. I feel like you have to go with ULA in this game, and here's my reasoning why. They've played together all season. They've had less turmoil, like, 
team turmoil. I feel like they're guys that all like each other. They haven't been like mad at. I mean, they're mad after losses, but they're not mad at each other after losses. They've had a lot of close losses while Vanderbilt's played in a lot of games where they kind of been out of it. Um, they did play close to me, but they were out of it in a couple games. Um, it also really depends how each of these teams' first game goes. If A&M airs out Vandy, and then they have to wait an hour to play another game. Vandy, three new subs. Vandy, nah, they'll get they'll have the one new oh, sub. Oh, they have seven, but they're playing with seven. Yeah, they'll play with seven. Um, but yeah, I, it's a tough. It's really a tough call. I'm going to take ULA because I do think that Jarrock will be able to outrun the defensive lineman on... Uh, on Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's been absolutely switched cheese on defense, so if they don't pull flags, they're going to be in serious trouble. I hope they just go out there. Oh, my God. I hope they just go out there, honestly, and, like, stop pressing so much. I feel like their team is very, like, they press on each other. They're on they're, edge. Well, they're, oh, yeah, they're, they're very on edge. edge. I think since, the, since almost since, like, week two, week three, when things kind of weren't, like, beginning to not go great, I feel like they've always been, like, kind of almost looking for someone to blame for their losses, and it's almost like, nah, just, like, take it as a team. Call it as it is. Like you just, they haven't been a good team so far this year. But like I said, we'll see who they get as a sub. Could give them some energy. But in this game, because their defense has been bad and ULE's defense has been pretty good, honestly, lately they've kept teams scoring like somewhat low numbers. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take ULA to get to one and one on the day and fall Vandy to zero and two, which would be one and seven on the season. Which would essentially end your season, um, not necessarily officially, but you'd be basically on the brink with your only head-to-head win being against TCU, who is wow. below you in the standings. Wow. So, um, yeah, it sucks that, listen, I, we say it every year, there's going to be teams yeah, who are in the yeah. bottom of the standings to make the playoffs. It happens. You don't want it to be you, but at the end of the season, there's always a couple teams that are not good, and there's always reasons why. Attendance yeah. sometimes is why. I think this team um, had receiver drop problems early, Kind of figured out their offense, but then their defense kind of started lacking. As Tommy Savaro, yeah, who is awakened, like, Tommy, we made your picks for you. Yeah, we ready? Said, we're gonna we give you the picks. Yeah, we're gonna let you make about. your picks. We'll let you make your picks. We, will, so yeah. we want to hear what you would say about each game. Let me just talk. Yeah, so yeah, last yeah, game yeah. Of the no, day? we have one more. Have one so more. you're picking ULA. I'm picking ULA. Okay, yeah, last yeah. game of the day, UNC against Cal. Yeah. Oh, you want me to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, UNC right? versus Cal, um, and then he'll make his picks. UNC, I had them losing to Houston their first game of the day. They have no break in between, right? They play at 12 o'clock and then 1 o'clock? They play at 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock, Okay, correct. so they have a back-to-back. Cal U uh, coming off of a big win against Memphis last week. I think that Cal U comes in, takes care of the wounded dog, gets the victory. They are a very good defensive team. They sack the quarterback, and they are very good at second quarterback, and Rob Bacani is very good at running around in the pocket for a long time. So if their offensive line doesn't hold up, that could be a long day for Rob Aconte. Um, I think that Cal U, Collis is absolutely dominating the league on his feet. Has 13 rushing touchdowns. Looks very good. The team is definitely good. Uh, Pete Mancini, Douglas, J.K. Will. They got to shot a lot of dogs on that team. And their defense is top-notch. Going to take Cal U in probably a lower-scoring game for UNC. Not really sure where Cal U, uh, if they'll score a lot of points in this game or not, but they'll win. Dad, who do you like in this game? I wish you make your first pick in the last game. What game are we talking about? Cal U, UNC. Oh, Cal. I'm going to go Cal. Uh, look, looking at stats this week, wasn't particularly happy with what I saw from UNC. Uh, I believe lowest passing percentage, lowest yards. Oh, you got advanced analytics tonight. Yeah, sure. That's what you fell asleep on? Damn, you got the stats for uh, tonight. No, I knew I knew he was I yeah. knew he was watching because he said Tommy that. Tommy works hard. Yeah. No, Tommy definitely watches the film. Because he definitely said to me, you said to me when I came in for the pre, for the recap, he asked me, yo, what happened in the film at this time? Yeah, and I was like, I don't even know to be honest with you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so we picked. Wait, let's go through the game. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go. So on. you're picking Cal. I think Cal's the better team in this game. I want. I don't want to just breeze over this game. Um, Cal is definitely the better team in this one. I think that if UNC were to win, they would have to turn Kyle over. But the problem is, Kyle doesn't really take a lot of like risks with his passes. A lot of short game. Let Will Saba make a lot of plays for you. Let Pete Mancini make the deep ball plays for you. Um, they have a very like non. Oh my, holy shit! A non turnover like prone offense. So. That would be the way you'd kind of keep yourself in the game. Maybe a Bemba don't break will work for you guys. He just dunked on Go Bear. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Um, yeah, we're both taking count this game. All right, so who were our picks for Tommy? Let's go through right. them real quick. Let's yeah, see. Clemson or TCU? Oh, Clemson. Yeah, okay. Clemson. Louisville, Kersman against Augie against Arizona State. Louisville. Louisville. Arizona State against Houston. Uh, Houston. Oh, okay. I, okay, Houston. UAB against Army. Oh, that's a good game. It's a great game. You want to talk yeah, about yeah, that real yeah. quick? Uh, we, like, I talked about yeah, it, but yeah, you yeah. can talk about you say it. Whatever I'm going to put, put Tommy Stott. Yeah, yeah, dash, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tommy, Tell me whatever so. you want. Really impressed of uh, the way Army played last week in that doubleheader. I mean, if they're not playing for a couple of weeks, come out and yep. play like that. I think Mike's playing really great. Uh, um, Mike Dino. <laughs> Mike Dino. Mike Dino. Mike Mike Yeah, also now. Mike Organo. Uh, great game. I, you can make arguments that, you know what? UAB, if they wanted to claim the top spot, their only loss is an overtime loss to Kurtzman. Yeah. That game could have won either way. They're playing great. Uh, and, and Bimbo is so dynamic when he gets the ball. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go UAB on this one. I took Army, so that's a nice Yeah, I mean, uh, it could go either way. Yeah, I, I, like I said, the same thing. Uh, a great, this is a great test for both teams. Um, if Army wants to prove that you know they're, they're one of the elite, they got to win this game. And if UAB wants to, you know, get that top seed potentially, yeah, get that, that top spot, they they got to they have to win this game, and, and it's a, a very tall task when you got to face an athletic quarterback like Danino. Hundred percent. All right. Um, Memphis against Army. No, no Gargano for the whole day. They played two games. No. Ben. Who's going to quarterback for them? TJ Brown. It looks like who did win a game last year at Boston College against Notre Dame. Low scoring game. Sixteen to ten, and I said if they were going to win, it was going to be a low scoring <laughs> game. I picked. Uh, I picked Army in this game, so I have Army going 2-0 on the day. Yeah, I'll take Army on this one. Okay. I agree. Well, what's wrong with Vin? Was, was, uh, Work couldn't get out. Not too All bad. Right. Vanderbilt against A&M. Vanderbilt against a Viola against Saroff. Oh, I'll go A&M. Okay. Yeah. A&M. Um, I feel like if the game's he hasn't, <laughs> if he hasn't cared about it, make pick, move it on. Houston against North Carolina. Houston. Yeah. Like you said, not impressed with North Carolina's offense right now. Houston offense, amazing. So, yeah. Memphis against ULA. I picked Memphis. Oh. Yeah. ULA won five, though. First game of a doubleheader. They play their second game against, against, Vanderbilt. against Vanderbilt at 1 o'clock. They play against Memphis, Novin Gargano, ULA. That's the thing about ULA. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know him very well. Who is the, uh, I don't want to say little guy to insult him, but. T.Y. He, he talks the whole game. Yes. And I could see him getting, and he's playing against, uh, if Brown is quarterbacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, he could get in his head real quick. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, and, and I don't know how he's gonna uh, teachers gonna respond to that. Uh, I like that. And I like that. That was a, that was a, that was a good tidbit right there. Because that's very true. He does not stop talking. Yeah, I mean it's the whole game. I, I love watching him play. To no. me, it's very entertaining for me. <laughs> um, I, I see him do it to TCU. Uh, I mean, and after the game, I mean, he was on Chris the whole game, whole grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after the game, you know, they dapped each other up, and it was, you know, just all in good mm -hmm. fun. But that's the kind of player that that uh, he is, and you know, I, I could see him really taking uh, effect. Here. I'm gonna go ULA. Nice. Uh, so nice, you did. Nice. You took ULA. Yeah, ULA nice. against Vanderbilt. Then this is a loser leaves town game. If well, no, you have that. Not well. This is a loser yeah, leaves town be, if you're yeah. Vanderbilt game. If you're, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
It's tough. Uh, like oh, I said, just so you know, Albina out for the season. They're getting someone that is. Yeah, he's pretty good for Albina, I think. The person that we're not is he? He's from the G League. I think he's going to end up playing this guy, George. He's a good lineman. So they have an Albina type player still, but no Albina. All right. Uh, I, I took. Who did I take? Did I take ULA? I took ULA because I said that Jarrock would be able yeah. to outrun their D linemen that are big. Um, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. Nice. Uh, I'd like to see. Um, I wanted to see uh, Vanderbilt play last week after coming off the game against you. I, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Joe played great. Uh, Mulsey's having a great year. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from uh, from them. Uh, the top Orla- receiving lineman in the league. Yeah, Orlando, uh, another, another Orlando, kid. I, yeah. I like him a lot. Uh, it, it, it's a good team. I don't know why they are where they are. But, I, I you know, if they could just – I think they can get it together for this game. I said they were Swiss cheese on defense, and they don't <laughs> catch the ball every time that Joe throws them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Vanderbilt. Nice. I like uh, the pick. I'm happy that we had some differences in our picks. Um, and you took you both took Cal over UNC. No, uh, listen, I think the last two weeks of the season are going to be crazy. There's seven really good teams. Could make eight if you think Houston's really good. Um, Sedano gives ASU some life. ASU playing for their playoff lives. Houston playing for playoff seating. I, I said the top seven teams could all beat each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cal, I thought it was a huge win against Memphis last week. I mean, they, they had a little bit of a, a mini losing streak. Yeah. And I think that... Uh, I think they got it together. I think they they went back to knowing what the, what works for them and how they move, how they can move the ball successfully, and I think they'll they'll start to go back on their their run. Uh, love love the way Cal. So you like them hanging into the playoffs? Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see how they, they keep up with the momentum. They're gonna be tough. Yeah, I, I think. And listen, they play UNC this week, so that's a good that's a good like. And, and you know, I'm a big fan of Collins also. You and are. Douglas. Douglas is a yeah. Tommy they have one of the best. Team. They have one of the best D lines in the league. They got three guys with uh, seven plus sacks. They got nine, nine, and seven out of J.K. Will, Mancini, and Douglas. It's a really good. Is team. Douglas the captain of the all-time Tommy team? Yeah, is he the yeah he's up there. Okay. <laughs> he's always one. Who's is everyone on your team a captain? The captain of the team? <laughs> no, no. If I had to pick one, it'd be Douglas. Okay, okay. I no, guess Curse was not the captain of the all-time Tommy <laughs> team. <laughs> no, um, I listen. I, it's gonna be a great two weeks. Very excited. We're at the high school this week. Um. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited for the rest of the last two weeks. Season playoffs are coming. All right, everyone, make sure to subscribe to whatever podcast platform you listen on. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Catch you guys at the field Sunday. Peace.